Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness for 95ers podcast with myself, Andrew Marsham. Today we are joined um, by a special guest, Alex Gribben. Myself and Alex are going to discuss a lot of things around fitness, fat loss, really developing structures, routines, disciplines and habits that can serve you for the rest of your life. So if you're intent on losing fat forever, getting in the best shape of your life and staying there, this podcast is going to be massively valuable. Also, for those who haven't done so already, make sure to grab your completely free Fat Loss Forever Blueprint call at the link in the description. It's going to be the top link. That's where I'm going to help you map out and game plan the next six months on how to eat, train and sleep for your goals, whether that's at home, in the gym or wherever the hell you want. (laughs) But let's get into the podcast. I'm so tired. There's not enough hours in the day. Bullshit excuses. I've got too much to do. I have to work late. I have to run the kids around. The bullshit excuses. I have to get up early tomorrow. They end now. This is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day-to-day jobs. In fact, you may even have two. And you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham. another episode of the Fitness for 95ers podcast with myself, Andrew Marshall. Today we are joined by a very special guest. We are joined by Mr. Alex Gribben. How are you today, Alex? Oh, good, Andrew. How are you? How's you good, dude? How are you doing well? Fantastic. I'm doing very well, mate. Um, so, to start the podcast off, we are going to ask a fucking ridiculous question, as always, um, and that is going to be, what are three things that you would buy at the supermarket for the cashier to give you a strange look. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I think this, this is—I think this is one of my favourite ones yet. <laughs> I thought about this for a little while because when you asked that, I was like, right, okay, I've got to come up with something. So start off with because it would just—I think these would creep someone out. A map, okay, a rolling pin, and baby oil. So those three combined <laughs> together, because they would just be like, "What the hell are you doing? Is this guy cooking?" Is he going exploring? Is he just got a baby? So that for me, I was like, that would be. Is, you cool. is he looking to, to drag a body out there? And yeah, oh, you wouldn't know, would you? Like, is, he, is he going into the woods? I don't know, whatever. Like, yeah, I like it. Man. I like it. I like it. I'm going to ask that question more often, I think. That's, <laughs> nice. that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, like so, so tell us a bit about yourself, Alex. Give us a, a, a kind of quick intro about yourself, who you are, what you do, that sort of thing, and then we'll, we'll take things away from there, mate. Yeah, ideal. So I suppose if you kind of like jump straight into my life story, Alex Rubin, 26, I was a very underconfident, dyslexic young lad, really bullied at school, absolutely like, basically had no prospects really when I was younger. Uh, didn't go to university, didn't even really pass my GCSEs, I barely got them now. Uh, and then I left I left school, didn't really have a clue what I was going to do, decided that I was going to go into a military preparation college, still didn't really know what I was going to do. That kind of steered me into then joining the Marines, because that was a very heavy thing that I ended up doing. Didn't even have the self-belief, even up to the point where I was joining, that I'd actually even do it. Uh, ended up like passing out the military, passed out the Marines, served five years uh, in the Royal Marines, and then ended up leaving. Just, I still didn't really know when I left what I was going to do. 
ended up starting a personal training business off the back of that we had you know six seven like really 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 sort of eight nine good months where that that sort of built and then uh obviously covid hit joined the authority network because i knew that i wanted to actually keep it going and then um yeah and then end up like now doing what i do now which is helping underconfident lads regain confidence and become the heroes of their own lives that's the main sort of thing that i'm trying to trying to really do is obviously i only work with blokes and that the biggest thing I want to do is install self-belief, confidence, and actually give them that ability to, you know, do the things that they want to do. So that's a big thing for me, definitely. Yeah, love that, mate. Love that. That's fantastic, Alex. Yeah. And I think we all, we, we all start from that place. You know, I was very similar myself. I was eight stone when I started this, this journey, you know, um, which doesn't result in a lot of confidence. And as you said, it's insecure, yeah. bullied, all that sort of stuff. Um so tell us a bit more about the, the Royal Marine experience. What would you say you learned? Or what was the overall experience like? Yeah. So I think I kind of, I kind of, I, I did a chat um, Thursday night, or oh, I can't remember, whenever night with someone else similar. And I said, I said that the biggest thing I think the Marines taught me, and I, my journey was basically from 17 to 24, was that time when I was in institutions or in some form of, discipline structure yeah and i kind of feel like the biggest things that really taught me from a very young age is how to get shit done and that's yeah. the you know that's the easiest way to describe it but i think a lot of stuff you know like for as i say from 17 to 19 i was basically getting mentored by major di phillips he, he was a um, you know ex major in the royal marines at mbe you know he's absolute the guy is insane still speak to him now he's absolutely legend um and and he obviously pretty much taught me a lot of skills really really like you know got me to understand that you know discipline structure routines yeah um looking at your habits looking at your lifestyle looking at things that you do on a daily basis and the micro details of what you need to be doing are they going to end up in a big result and even for those first two years as i say in that military prep college you know that i was in i think that that really really institution like put put in me that in order to get a job done you need to do xyz and you know the guy's an absolute hero like he started that um that sort of base, that college, and it was is a multi-millionaire now because he runs those all over the all over the country. So he's an absolute hero, and uh, we were kind of the first course that went through it. And then obviously, when I actually joined properly, actually joined the Marines, it taught me that it's it's very much a man's world, and yeah, you know, life is not not fair. I think that you know, going from college where it's still you know really introducing you into it to actually in the Marines uh, was a big eye opener. I think bloody hell, like but yeah, I, I think. You know, there's there's so much that goes on that people don't really see with just just little micro things that you have to be able to learn. Like, it sounds stupid, Andrew, but like looking at stuff like how you tie your shoelaces could affect what happens. You know, uh, in an exercise a couple of weeks later. Yeah. You know, it, all those little things that they kind of break down to really, really get you to understand that when you're under a heavy amount of pressure, you need to rely on those structures that you've built. And I try and install that in my clients now and, and the lads and say that, look, like, you know, you don't just, you don't just wake up and you're a Royal Marine. You know, you, you, you have to go through, like, a good 32 weeks of training. And, you know, you really have to, have to want it to get through that. And sometimes it is. It is minute by minute sometimes, like, in the training. And they literally say, like, let alone take it day by day. Just take it hour by hour. And yeah. I think that definitely taught me, like, the, you know, consistency and commitment and discipline and structure and routines and, and guidance by somebody will get you to, you know, that overall goal to achieve. And yeah. I think that's definitely what it installed in myself. But does that kind of make sense? Does that make yeah, sense? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the routines and habits that you create, the structures that you, you allow yourself yeah. to fall back on, 
I mean, obviously, situation, different situations when you know out in the exercise, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Even in day to day life, like if you get stressed, if you get stuck, if you get yeah. caught up in something, if you have routines, disciplines, and structures in place, you just yes. fall back on. You know, yeah. they're, they're built, they're created, and you have a platform then to still move forward. So yeah. I think that's a huge point there. And I think, like, you know, training is only the sort of first start. Like, you, you, when you leave training, and obviously you actually, that's kind of, and the lads watching that, that are in the call or whatever will know, like, that's kind of the easy bit, really. Like, when you actually leave and you go on deployments and you go away, and, you know, you go to Norway or you go to whatever jungle and you start having to relearn all these things, that's what you, the job really comes into its own. And I think that, like you say, it teaches you that you can learn and you can, you know, improve and you can be confident and diligent in things if you apply yourself. And I think that's always a big thing for me. Like I'm, I'm not a very quick learner, like book wise in that sense, yeah. I'm like quite hands on. If I can mold something or do something, I'm quite good at that. Like yeah. I don't write my own copy. I, I talk the ideas and get someone else to do it. And I don't do any graphics or any of that stuff because I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. But, um, but yeah, like I think for me, it's that if you consistently keep doing something, you can learn and improve and get better. And like, you know, any, any of the lads who are watching it to be in the military, they kind of know that you can't be underconfident in the military because you have to, yeah. you're, getting, you're getting moved every two years. Every yeah. two years you're going, we need you to remake your friendship group. You need to go and meet all these new blokes that, you know, some of them have, have gone to war and you're, you know, you're a young lad and you sort of, you have to be like bold and confident, otherwise you're just yeah. going to get torn apart. So I think for me, that that's the biggest takeaway I really sort of, I, I'll come on to the next point, but um, yeah. yeah, sort of took away from that really was the, yeah. the fact that that's like quite a big experience, you know, for a good five years of my life, and I'm only 20, 26 now. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, molded that, but yeah. Sounds good, mate. And as you said, the the next question was, what did you learn most from that experience? But I think we kind of, I think we yeah. need to touch on that there. <laughs> I kind of, kind of, to sum that up, I'd probably say, like, the biggest lessons that that taught me was, like, you can do things if you apply yourself. And also, as well, like, you know, that you're not going to get on with everybody, but you can work with people. And, you know, like, if you, as I say, keep doing something for long enough, it, it will pay off. But that's definitely, I suppose, that's the biggest sort of lessons from there. But, yeah, yeah I suppose... That's kind of that's kind of the good experiences I had, definitely. Yeah, I like it, mate. I like it. Sounds great. And and what would you say is one thing you've taken away from all of that that has helped yeah. shape your life moving forward and how you plan to to live out the rest of your life? I think I think definitely like um, it's like I I think in the last two years because I say this to a lot of lads I sort of speak to now because my career wasn't. 30 years where I think that will, you know, when, when, when you're institutionalized and, um, you know, lads who come out of prison or lads who are in the military or all those things that are an institution where you're very much in it all day long, they kind of understand that, you know, you're, you're mothered to a point. You're always getting things done for you and you're always getting stuff, whatever. And like your, your job as a soldier is just go and work and do what you need to do for your work and get on with it. So I definitely think the biggest, the biggest thing it's actually taught me, and I haven't really actually, um, I never really realized until kind of maybe recently when I run my own business and I've been able to do it, is just how to put your nose to the floor and just go, like, and, and just keep going and keep going and keep going until it gets done. So I think that's a, a, a thing that I'm really, I'd say that I definitely have taken away and shaped the rest of my life, that if I set my sights on getting something done, I, I, I think like the workhorse mentality has always been something that I've really been able to hone in on that you can just 
you know, you can just keep going and going and going and going, and you know that you're going to be able to achieve something as long as you keep doing it every day. But I'd say that's how it's shaped, how I now run my business or how yeah. the lads or, yeah, that's definitely something I've, I've sort of, it's pushed me into what I do now, really. Yeah, sounds good, mate. I like it. I mean, you can't, you just, there's no, you can't put a price or you can't buy work ethic, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think you can you know like um, talking about um, work capacity. I think what you're talking about work capacity and and like you know my work capacity probably isn't um, you know halfway as much as it it was when I, I was in the Marines because I think you're so honed into what you're doing and you're always yes. happy to work and you're always whatever. But I think there's certain things that maybe I have done that others who were normal say personal trainers or online coaches or whatever maybe wouldn't wouldn't consider okay. But because to me, I'm like, well, no, I've been, I'm in a warm building. I've got, you know, food, I've got water, I've got all this. I'm like, this is easy. Like, so I think, I think for me, like, like you say, you, you almost can't build work capacity or you can't, um, you know, you can't really, you can teach it and you can help someone grow it and understand it. But it's that thing of like, you need to have someone to actually work, don't you, like you say? A hundred percent, mate, a hundred percent. You mentioned in a, in a recent post, Alex, about, shifting your mindset in yeah. 2021 and, and describing a, an almost a, a 2020 Alex and a 2021 yeah. Alex. What have you changed and how do you plan on maintaining that going into the rest of this year? So I, I think, and I, I've always thought about this, and um, I, a, couple of, a couple of lads obviously have asked me this already, like when I was 17 to now, in fact, actually, when I was 17, all the way up until 24, I had instruction, I had somebody to tell me what to do. And I think and I think the only recent time when I haven't had that was when I left, you know, just before I sort of turned 25. And that and that, that point was when I was lost. So I was, you know, for, I'd say 2020, I probably spent, um, without Isaac, who's my coach, who does my fitness, and without Philly, obviously, takes care of business, I think without those two of direction and purpose, I didn't have someone to tell me what to do. So that was the biggest thing that I struggled with is I didn't have direction. Any, anyone who's watching who's been in the military or, or who doesn't, who, who craves structure and routine and, and someone to tell them what to do and to delegate it, I needed that. And I think like, you know, I was in kind of, in, I was in super strong business and, and I, re I didn't have full direction of what I was doing in my life or business. Yeah. And I, need, I actually needed that. So in 2020, I obviously joined Authority Network, and that's really helped me actually just, just have someone say, Alex, go and do this, and that will produce this result. As that, obviously, that's helped me be able to structure that. Obviously, having my own coach as well, having Isaac, who's actually a coach of coaches, um, that massively has helped because I've got, you know, I, I just delegate. I just delegate. If I've got delegation and I've got people above me to tell me what to do, I'll work better. And I think if I've got direction and structure, that's what separated 2020 to 2021. And even even stuff like, like mate, I, I genuinely, like in, in, 20, in 2019 to 2020, I reckon I was getting very close to having a, like full scale, like I would just quit. Because, because really? like, yeah, yeah, mate, like genuinely, I reckon like, I was ready to be like, right, pack this in sell the flat, go live with my parents, fuck this, like, because, sorry for swearing, um, but I think, I think, Me, like, you can fucking swear all day on this podcast, yeah. yes, <laughs> I, I need, I need, and Isaac does this all the time, he's like, when's the last time you took a day off, and I'm like, uh, and like, I need that as well, so I think for me, like, you, like you sort of talked about maintaining it, that's what I need, I need someone to actually be like, right, where have you planned in time for you and Becca? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. Where have you planned it? So, I, so having Isaac to actually be like, right, you need to maintain 
this level of work and you need to maintain you know what you're keeping to do so i think that's been quite good having isaac and my own coach to actually take care of my own mental health and my own fitness and everything on that way so then i can serve my clients uh, but also obviously having phil to actually tell you what to do in business and he's obviously you know constantly adapting everything you do so that's always been really good but yeah those i think hiring someone else and i always say this to lads who have struggled in the first lockdown compared to now and that, you know, really pulling the hair out. As I say, well, you need to get an outside opinion on what's going wrong because you can't solve an issue like you know that you've got into. You need yeah, someone to assume... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You can't solve an issue with the same thinking that got you into it. So I think that, for me, is the biggest thing. Hiring my own coaches, yeah. having, you know, people that I can delegate these things to and actually saying, like, look, I, I need help. So I think that's the biggest thing for me is, is asking for help has changed 2020. Uh, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, mate. Like, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Like, the the, the people who are at the highest performing levels in the world, when yeah. it comes to anything, whether it be at business, whether it be at sport, it doesn't matter. Every yeah. single one of them has mentors or coaches. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's obscene to think that the average person can deal with their own mental health, their own fitness, their own what? business, their own yeah. professional career, their own pair... It's obscene to think that someone can handle all of that on their own. You know, obviously yeah. there's there's levels to it, and, and, and there's going to be an investment involved. But at the end of the day, there's no better investment than that in yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you if you're getting support directly from someone who's benefiting your health, your goals, your fitness, your business, it's all things that are going to last your lifetime. You know, and 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 as, yeah. I don't think it matters what level you're at or who how far you are up the ladder or where you're at, whether you're at the bottom of the ladder and how you judge that is completely up to yourself. But I think just putting your hand up and saying, I need some help here. Yeah. It's, it's almost an ego thing for guys to want to charge on. But Mate, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of the biggest mistakes you can make. I mean, I, I look at it and I think like, we, we delegate more stuff out in our car than we would in normal life. Like yeah. you think, like lads are going to get the, they're going to get the car insured, they've, so they've, they've got someone to protect it if it gets crashed. So they've insured yeah. their car, but they're not insuring the health and fitness. Yeah. And then they do stuff like if you if you have an issue with your car, you'll get a mechanic to fix it. And it's like, but you're having an issue with your health and fitness, and yet you're not getting someone to fix it. And it's like yeah. we, we our cars, like our cars, as much as everyone loves them and whatever, like that's just a piece of material that's going to be here when you're gone. You are here. Like, that's, that's it. And it's mad, yes. isn't it? Like, like you say, it, genuinely, mate, it took me two years to actually reach out and be like, I need someone yeah. to help. And I think, I think that's the thing. Like, a, a bloke, you know, we, we do have such an ego about fitness and health. And, you know, it's that kind of Stone Age mentality, isn't it? Of like, oh, you know, I, I, if I ask for help, it's weak. Whereas I think it's strong. Ask, yeah, if you say, like, oh, I need a coach or I need someone to help me with what I'm doing, it's because you value achieving what you're trying to achieve and like you say like the world's best you know like Usain Bolt as a coach like Ronaldo as a coach all these guys have people to help them do what they do yeah. on all levels and it's it's mad to think that you could be doing a nine-to-five job you could have kids you could have a relationship you could have or even just a normal work life yet you don't have something delegated to do it and I think it's just yeah. so, it's just easy it just makes life easy that's the biggest yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> fully agree mate fully agree um, and again I think when it comes to investing and things like that it just comes down to priorities like yeah. people, people have the money <laughs> well, mate, mate, I, I, kind of, I kind of thought about this and I, I speak to obviously a lot of the lads and like I said I said to Rob and Drew and like a couple of lads earlier I was saying about like 
the biggest thing is, you know, we've had 12 months, like anyone watching this, we've had 12 solid months where you've had no social events or, or not many. You've had not very many things going on holidays wise. You might not have even needed your car if you sat on furlough. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people on 80%, but 80% is still 80% of a year's salary yeah. when you've had 100% of nothing to do. <laughs> exactly. So the thing I look at that and like, I'm quite straight down the line with that. Like, lads, you go, I can't afford it. That is never going to be a priority for you then. Because this has been the one opportunity where, you know, you could ditch two, three grand on a holiday a year and that might be expensive, but that also you could be ditching 400, 500, whatever. And also like, your health during a global pandemic when the gyms are closed and you can't cuff a gym surely is the biggest priority. Yeah. Like, and, that, and that's, that's the thing. I think like, well, if you haven't saved the money for the last 12 months, where have you been investing that? Yeah. And if you, haven't, if you haven't ever invested in a coach after five years, did you see a post I put up the other day about um, the, like people spend roughly two grand a year on takeaways or yeah. people spend roughly, you know, 3,000 on like cigarettes. Perspective. It's all about, it's all about, it's all about, you know, it's all, it's all about priorities, what I mean, priorities. Yeah, I mean, I won't go too deep into it, but like, I, I did post once about the lad, the guy in the five pound pint, and there's a guy who's 18, from 18 to his early days, 65, I think it works out like he bought two, if he bought two pints a day, so after work, which is easy to do, isn't it? Five pound a day, it works out something ridiculous, I can't remember what it worked out, it was like 210 grand in that time. And it's like he didn't have any money to invest in himself, but he had 208 grand over the course of his lifetime to invest in two pints, not, yeah. not three, four, five, two pints. And that's only, you know, it's, it's mad when you think like, Crazy. yeah, if you need help, you need help. Like, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And more often than not, when you invest in a coach and like this, you, you'll get the help for a period of time. And there will yeah. come a point where, you no, do have a better understanding of things and you yeah. maybe not feel that you don't need one. I mean, me and Alex are both sitting here as fitness professionals with fitness coaches. Yeah. <laughs> so take take that as much yeah. as you want. Take, take yeah. that as much from that as you can or, or want. But there will come a time where you have some form of education around what to do, you know. Um, yeah. And if you're lacking in that, if you're struggling in that, then that should be a, a major priority in my own, my own opinion. I think it's mad, isn't it? Like you say, like, we'll sit, you know, and people say, like, the other flip side of that is time. And I won't go too deep into it because I know we've got a few more questions, but, like, time is the other thing. And I think, like, you know, the, the next three months, we might still be in this lockdown, and it is crap, but you can use that to build structures, routines, and knowledge. So, like, I always say to the lads, like, and we say this on, like, the Monday and Saturday open offices and stuff, like, they're going to they're gonna go straight back into the gym and execute all the movements or everything they're doing aggressively, quickly, without even having to think about it. Whereas, like, the guys who haven't been training for, like, six to 18 months and they haven't learned about nutrition or routines or structures or sleep or whatever, they're going to go back in and have no clue. So it's yeah. like, wouldn't you rather invest your time and money and energy and effort for the next three months in something that's going to help for the rest of your life or the rest of your year than yeah. you would just sit around for three months and do bugger all? Like, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? It's mad. But... 100%, mate. 100%. Um, let's kind of get into some more tactical stuff here then, uh, Alex. And, and let's say a client comes to you looking for fat loss, right? And, uh, Alex, I'm, I'm desperate to lose fat. I've gained two stone in lockdown. What are the first three to five things that you generally focus on with them? So I've got a zero to hero phase in my program. So it's like 
12 weeks of solid education minimum they need to do for the first 12 weeks. So it's literally minimum. That's not the maximum. It's just the minimum they must do. And I obviously double check that. And the first thing I, I get the lads to address is literally look at how much they are actually moving. So I want them to work out like how much are you actually moving for the first 14 days we do this. Number two is I don't, I don't want to know, you know, I don't want you to lie. I just want you to tell me exactly what you actually are eating. Now it can be bad, it can be good, but I want you to actually tell me so therefore I can give you an understanding of why you're not moving enough and what you're eating and how it's happening. And then sleep and water are also big things. I say, if I, if I was just to do three, I'll ignore sleep for the minute. It's, it's still important, but I would say how much they're moving, how much they're eating and how much water they're drinking every day. And I, I sort of start at the ground up from that and say, look, let's, let's look at why that's happening. And then that first check-in they do, uh, 14 days in, I actually will go through and be like, look, this is why you are two, three stone overweight because yeah. you're moving X amount and you're eating X amount and that's, that doesn't marry up. And that's not, that, that value or structure is not in line with what we want to achieve in three months. And then obviously give, you know, giving them advice around not replacements, but what they need to structure and build to actually you know, hit their goals. Because I, I find for me, Personally, when I deal with the lads who are, say, say we're looking at weight loss, you know, not, not the other elements of fitness or whatever, a, a lot of the things I find with my lads is they under-eat to begin of the day and then they just absolutely dominate and like yeah. go mad in, in the evenings. And I've done that myself. So I yeah. kind of understand that it's, it's an easy habit. Or they turn to like quite sugary, quick breakfasts like Coca Pops. And, you know, I, I was doing like, as I say, before I started riding, because even bottle coke pops and a monster in the morning just to get me awake. And then, yeah, it's stupid. Isn't it? And then, and then, like, you know, actually, actually trying to get them to understand that 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 what you put in your body and that energy that you're going to then be able to produce is why that you end up smashing five chocolate bars, you know, packets of crisps and all sorts of shit that's super high in calories, but it's actually really low in you know energy like producing so that's yeah. the biggest thing is get get people to look at how much you actually do move with your needs and your and your understanding of that and obviously get 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 them to look at how much they actually eat and then obviously the water as well but yeah all good all good that's pretty much i say what i do top three yeah 100 percent mate always always dials down to the basics you know um Let's let's kind of round things off here. So I'm in a bit of a tight schedule, mate. I do apologise. Oh, no, no got, got until around 25 too. But let's kind of finish off with with four things or four tips that you would give to anyone to level up their health and their life in 2021. I'd say I'd say number one is definitely get a plan in place. Like get get an understanding of what you're going to do every day. Because I think it's so easy to like blinkers on, go, I want to gain muscle and have absolutely no fucking clue what you're doing. Yeah. And it's like, well, get something in place that you're going to literally just be able to walk into a workout, know exactly what to do, execute it and leave. Like, make it easy, you know. I'd say number two as well is, you know, create as little friction as you can between you and what you are trying to achieve. So say if it's like, if you're trying to lose weight, don't have complete shit in the, in the cupboards. You know, create and make it as easy as possible to get to that goal. So, you know, as, as simply as you can. Obviously, there's going to be hard work. It is still going to need to happen. But create less friction with that as well. I'd say number three, you know, what, what is the point? And, um, and loads of my like, heroes in this, Dear Bethesda, talks about this in business. What is the point of not having the upper hand? So, like, you know, what is the point of not, doing your research or not 
actually being diligent, you know, diligent, diligent, sorry, and looking at what you need to do. So actually understand the education behind how you're going to do what you're going to achieve. So if that's running an ultramarathon, if that's, you know, uh, being, being building muscle, if that's uh, fat loss, get an understanding, like, why would you not want the upper hand? Because, yeah. you know, there's, there'll be other people who aren't trying, aren't doing that. And it's the same with business. Like, that's, I'm definitely that for that. I, I, I don't want to play on the level playing field. I want to be, you know, the upper hand of everyone else. Yeah. 100%. Not, I wouldn't say cheat. I would mean in the sense of I just want to do more research and actually work in a, in a more systematic manner than anyone else. And I'd say, finally, get accountable. Like, you know, that doesn't even have to be a coach. That could literally just be tell your other half that June 2020, whatever, you're going to be running a marathon or you're going to be two stone lighter or you're going to be whatever and get someone to actually check on you're doing what you do. I think those four are obviously really encompassing what you do, what I do, you know, have a plan in place, um, actually create less friction in your goals so you can achieve it easier. You know, obviously educate and understand and also be accountable would be the perfect structure to win, really. But yeah. Fantastic, fantastic, mate. I absolutely love it. For, for, for that, I'm fully in alignment with myself, mate. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, so just just to kind of round things off, Alex, as I said, this this will obviously be, be posted to the, to the podcast. So for anyone yeah. who's listened to that back, where can they find you, Alex? Is there anything you want to give a shout out to at the moment? By all yeah, the, yeah, all good. The, so so uh, if you go to Alex Griven Coaching, that's where you can actually contact me if you want to actually get on board our team. I'm one of the Battle 360 athletes, Battle Ready Fuel ambassadors. So obviously there, I've literally just posted a load of stuff on there today uh, with Ollie Ollerton and obviously SOS Day Wins, lads. So any of that sort of stuff, you can obviously contact them or contact me on there. Um, yeah, and then obviously the main one is my my uh, Instagram page, Facebook page, uh, just Alex Grubben Coaching, and then drop us a message and we'll uh, we'll get, get, get you started. But yeah, all good. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Sounds good, mate. Alex, great conversation, mate. Really enjoyed it. Um, some, some very actionable strategies and takeaways and you, you, you touched on something that, that lives very close to home with myself and it's just structured discipline and routine you know yeah. Um, yeah. those are the foundations of any successful person whether it be in business whether it be in health whether it be in sport it doesn't matter um, bringing it down to the foundations like that I think is absolutely essential and key for anyone um, so Alex really appreciate your time mate glad you enjoyed it as well um, oh, yeah. for anyone who wants to check out Alex everything will be linked in the description You've been listening to Fitness for 9 to Fivers with Andrew Marsham. You're a grown-ass human being. You have a job, maybe two, kids, errands, bills, a wife, friends. And while the excuse list gets bigger, so does your waist. That's where Andrew comes in. Until next time, find Andrew on Facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at andrewmarsham underscore fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.